One of the things I hear coaches encourage their clients to do is watch their footage back, listen to their recordings. I disagree. I disagree, and it's because of psychology of the voice and habits that you don't even realize you're putting in place by watching back. Today on the podcast, I'm talking about not watching or listening back. I think this episode is going to surprise you. It might even trigger something in you but I think you're gonna really like it. It's gonna make a lot of sense. Why? Why I don't want you to watch back. And I don't want you to miss a minute. Welcome to Captivate the Room with your host, internationally known voice expert, Tracy Goodwin, an award-winning speaker who has taught hundreds around the globe to make a big impact with their voice. This podcast is for anyone who wants to step onto a bigger stage, make a bigger impact, and have a voice that makes people listen. Presentation matters, and the voice is the missing link. Join in and you'll see why. Welcome to the podcast. So glad to have you with me today, as always. And I've got a great episode for you today, a controversial one, possibly, but we'll see. We'll see what you think. Today, I'm going to talk about why I don't want you to watch your playbacks. Very quickly, you know, I've got a reminder for you if you want to be assessed on my new show, Psychology of the Voice podcast. It's assessments on air with people I've never met, making some shifts, telling them how they're being processed in the subconscious of the listener. Love to have you. Love to have you as a part of my launch team as well. You don't have to do really anything except download some episodes and leave me a review on launch day. And it's going to be a big party, lots of giveaways, tons of stuff. If you want to be a part of it, email Tracy, T-R-A-C-Y, at CaptivateTheRoom.com. Okay, you know me, you know I go against the grain of everything that is typical and the norm. Or I go against the grain of a lot of it, for sure, right? Like, I'm not a fan of practice. I want you to practice the right thing. You are wasting your time and making things worse if you practice the wrong thing. You know, I'm indifferent to whether you warm up or not. If you want to warm up, fantastic. But I don't want you to make it as a a deal breaker that you... I don't, I especially don't want it to become an excuse. Oh, well, I would have done better if I'd warmed up. Well, no, you probably would have done better if you were working to your max up-leveled capacity in your voice, which is what I want. But I'm not going to criticize if you warm up. That's great. But I don't want that to be the thing that makes your voice work. I've told you all ad nauseum the stories of when I was at conferences speaking or even, you know, when I met James Wedmore, I was at a conference. I was, well, it wasn't a conference. It was an event. It was Brandon Lucero's event. And I happened to just walk up and say something to James. And he said, well, what do you do? Tell me about your work. It was go time. And that 
has been, an, I mean, it's just been amazing to know James. I, I've worked with James. James recommends my work. It's always go time. I want my people to be ready. I want my people to be ready to be blindsided at any moment because the world blindsides us. And I would say probably at least 40% or more of the people I work with tell me, well, if I'm prepared, I'm okay. You're working from the wrong place. I have spoken at events. I have gone into trainings. I have countless times thought I was doing one thing and then they threw me a curveball. That's fine. Okay, let me just think this through real quick. I got to figure out the best way to go here. Boom, it's still go time. That's a little bit of a, a whole nother tirade rant, right? But I want to talk specifically about why I don't like you recording yourself. A lot of people don't like themselves on video. A lot of people don't like to hear their own voice. And that's okay. A lot of people won't listen back. A lot of people do or watch back. And I'm going to tell you why, especially on the front end when I work with people, I generally don't want them to do this. Now, it's all subjective. I mean, it's all circumstantial. Some of my people, I know their subconscious is not going to get in the way. And I know it could be beneficial for them to take a look back and see, see what they're doing. But generally across the board, I don't like it because your subconscious is going to lie to you. Your subconscious is going to tell you it's great. Your subconscious is going to tell you it's horrible. There, there is nothing good that you're going to find in it generally. That's, that's what I find. Because the subconscious, remember, wants to keep you safe. And I always, this is a little side note, but I always find it fascinating when I work with people, when they come to me at the front end of my, my bigger program, especially, they will tell me how much they, how horrible they are on video, how, you know, they're just, it's, it's really bad. They want to get better. And I watch their videos. And of course, I tell them what I hear. But then 16 weeks later, they'll message me and they'll say, I just did a webinar. I just did a so-and-so and it was the worst thing I ever did. And I'll say, send it over. Let me look at it. And I look at it and it's the best thing they've ever done. So you are always going to be able to stop your progress, stop playing bigger, stop putting your work out into the world if you continue to watch your recordings back because you are going to analyze, you are going to be critical, you are going to pick apart, and chances are good you're going to be wrong. And that is because of what you perceive you are putting out into the world is not what we're receiving about 90, 93 or 95% of the time. I did this research study a long time ago and I haven't taught, I don't bring that data up much anymore. I used to talk about it more. So I don't remember the exact statistic, but it's, it's quite high. How many times we think they're thinking we're stupid or we think they're thinking, they're not thinking it. 
So it's, it, it's, it's just going to mess you up. And ultimately, what I want is for you to start trusting and knowing and working from a skill set that is the real you, that, that represents the real you, so that you always know you're nailing it. It's the tentacles out concept. It's the reading the room concept that I talk about all the time. And you could say, well, there's nobody here on video. There's nobody here on audio. Yeah, but you're still doing it when you watch back because you're becoming the tentacles out and they're going to think this and, oh, that sounds bad. They're going to think, I don't know. You're still doing it. And what I ultimately want is for you to be trusting that you know, that you are leaning into your feeling, your words, your belief, your, you fill in the blank, your message. I don't watch my stuff back because I trust that I know. And I trust that I'm saying what you need to hear. I'm connecting to the message. I'm revealing feeling. I would probably analyze my stuff to death if I watched it. Oh, I didn't like that word. Oh, that word is, mm, I shouldn't have said it that way. Oh, you know what? I forgot. Okay, so we don't know what you forgot. I can forget things in a show. I can forget things in mid-sentence. You don't know because you're not in my head. So we, we find all these little ways to judge and sabotage what we're putting out into the world. And ultimately, that's making it about you. This work for me is not about me. Can I captivate you? Sure. Is it an ego trip for me? No. I want to prove to you that you can do it. I want you to say, I don't want to prove to you. I want to teach you how to do it because it is in you. So I put these horse blinders on and I pour into you trusting that I know with the words that flow out of me, connected to message. And then I let it go. And if I need to circle back, I'll circle back. But this is part of the trick of the redo, 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 redo. This is the problem for perfectionists. This is the problem... For a lot of people, they watch it back and they go, oh, no, you know what I need to do next time? Oh, no, you know what I need to do? Okay, so next time, and this is what happens. And yes, I did a research study on it. You know I did. You will get in front of the camera and in your mind, you'll be thinking about all the things you need to do different. And so you disconnect into your head and you will fall flat vocally. So it serves you in no way, none, to watch it back until you can be working from the right place, until you can be stable, until you can release the grip a little bit on perfection and all the things that you're being critical of. So a lot of times, about halfway through when I'm working with people, I let them watch it back. And they can be more objective. Sometimes some people never watch their stuff back. Like I said, I rarely do. 
I will sometimes, but I, I rarely do. And I don't know. I, you know, I said earlier that I would probably pick it apart. I don't know if I would or not. I would probably look at my stuff and say, oh, interesting. Interesting that I said that. And, you know, people will say to me all the time, you know, when you said so-and-so or, ooh, say that again. And I will say, what did I say? I have no idea. Because I literally think of myself as a vessel. I've done the work. I am prepared. But I'm, I believe that I'm going to say what you need to hear in this moment. And that makes it bigger than me. Because I guess in a way, it is about me. This work is very much about me and my ability to hear the way that I do and get the kind of results that I do. But at the end of the day, it's about your voice and maximizing your voice. So we have to work from those inside pieces like message and trusting that you know. And then letting it go. And that's surrendering the outcome. And it's, it's a lot easier to not have to watch the replay over and over and over and over and analyze it and shut it down and not go live again when you can release the outcome. When you are being critical of what you watch or hear of yourself, it's because you are judging and you are then afraid we are going to judge as well. Now, you know, when I work with actors on television shows, they, they always watch the dailies back. That's different. I see entrepreneurs watch and then stop. Listen and then stop. Have a bad experience and then stop. I, I was on a, a guest on a podcast, Tracy, and it didn't go well, so I've not done any more. I did a couple of videos but I, but they didn't go well. And I, and so I didn't do any more. And you know what? Almost every single time when I start to unravel that, I find out, yes, 100%, they listened back, but almost always they're working off of false proof that actually it didn't really go bad. Could it have gone better? Sure. But things like starting to self-assess in the middle of it created a flat voice, made them ramble, things like that. And those aren't things you can fix in a watching a replay. Those are structural things of where you're working from and voice stories that need to be rewritten or eradicated. So watching it back is just really making it worse. But ultimately... I see it stop people in their tracks all the time. And I'm going to tell you, I've been telling you for seven years, I think, if you're not being visible or audible, you've lost the game in 2023. Because people are seeking connection and authenticity on a level I've never seen before. And, they, and we determine, whether people know it or not, they subconsciously determine everything about you from your voice. That's authenticity. They decide who you are. Connection happens in the voice. You let them in or you don't. And people will say, well, connection is this, that, or the other. Connection is, am I inviting you in vocally or am I repelling you and not letting you get near me? 
So until you can be objective, don't watch yourself back. Work from technique. Work from, this is my message. These are my three bits. This is what I want them to feel. I'm going to pour into them. I'm trusting that I have the words. All these techniques that I teach people, and then that's it. Now, here is where I will say, watch a replay back. In a hot seat. When I coach people, I always tell them, you don't have to watch the whole class back, but watch when I worked with you. Because in the moment, you probably couldn't hear the shifts. But if you go back and watch it again, you will hear the shifts. You will hear what you did, and then you will hear what you did. After I plug technique in, some some things in, and what I'm looking for is a recreation of the outcome. So I will say to you, okay, what were you thinking and feeling on the first round versus what were you doing on the second round? And we talk through the technique I've applied, and then we say, okay, then I say, okay, we're going to recreate that version two. What happens when we, so, I, you know, so for, for hot seats, I think it's great. But what happens when we watch our videos or we watch our live streams or we watch those things, we, we can get so far in our head that we, mess up and mess up and mess up and mess up after that. I know when I was learning Brandon Lucero's methodology, which is very different than the way I talk and teach, it was challenging for me. I actually had to go back to the teleprompter until I could embody it. And I know that every single time I do a video, especially then, even with a teleprompter, every single time I stopped and said, I'm going to redo, I'm, I'm going to mess up. I mean, I'm messing up, I'm going to redo this. I would end up doing a million takes, and that last take, well, I wouldn't do a million, I would do like four. That fourth take, if, if I were to look at it, I would have said, mm, the first one was better. The first one's always better. You just don't realize it yet. And so you do the first one, and you watch it back and you tear it apart and then you do two, three, four, and that's not necessarily better. Now, I say that with a caveat. That is if you have the mastery of being in your zone from round one. And that's something that I work with people on in the group. They will get in a zone a minute or two in. I get them in the zone immediately because that's critical. And when you're in the zone immediately when you start recording, you're going to nail it on round one. And then if you watch it back, you will start to tinker with it. And the grip will get tighter and tighter and tighter. And what happens is you actually play flatter and smaller even if you don't think you are. Remember all the students that I have that said, oh, that was the worst thing I've ever done. And I say, actually, that was the best thing you've ever done. So I encourage you all to work from inside 
versus let me watch from outside, at least in the beginning, at least until you feel comfortable. When you feel comfortable, you're going to be more objective. And you can, you know, you can even, here's, a, here's an example of practice. Practice saying the first line out loud. Get comfortable with the first line. Let's find a way to get you in the zone so that you won't even feel the need to watch your recordings back. Now, again, like I started today, this is probably pretty controversial to some of you. But I just want you to consider it and maybe even try it so we can see what happens. I think you'll be surprised when you stop watching that you actually can get where you want faster. All right? So I'm going to leave it right there. If you, again, if you want to be in as a part of the new podcast, email Tracy, T-R-A-C-Y, CaptivateTheRoom.com. And always keep an eye on the Work With Me tab. I've got a lot of great things coming up over at CaptivateTheRoom.com. Keep an eye on that Work With Me tab. I'm not sure when this episode is rolling out, but there is a chance you can still get in on my short run program. If you want to check that out, go to CaptivateTheRoom.com forward slash Captivate dash eight. All right, but that's it for today. And I'll see you next time. Thanks for listening to Captivate The Room with Tracy Goodwin. You can reach out to her at CaptivateTheRoom.com and be sure to grab The Voice Formula, a free video series that will help you start making a bigger impact with your voice today. If you've enjoyed this episode, please leave a review on iTunes. 